Welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast, recording pretty late on a Thursday evening, the 18th. Um, We're going to be talking all things, I guess, Kembla Grange this weekend. Obviously, there's a bit of the Queensland Carnival heating up. Um, There's also a Group 1 in Perth, so we're going to be covering a bunch of that. Probably no Melbourne this weekend, Um, not much going on. Not really a fan. So we'll talk. Um, we'll give Kendler a good preview. We'll talk some Queensland racing. We'll talk some uh, Perth, and then we'll uh, hopefully just uh, land a couple of winners. So obviously, Spring Carnival, which is everyone loves, is uh, sort of wrapped up to be to be fair. But obviously, everything still pays the same. You're going to get still get paid in the same dollars, and there's still winners to be found. So fingers crossed. Um, if you are new, obviously we we do a lot of sporting podcasts. Currently, we're doing a lot of racing. You can follow us everywhere. You can follow us. Give us a spell pod. Instagram, that's probably our normal go-to. Bit of Twitter as well. Um, I've got two boys joining me, the usuals, Tom and Kohai. Tom, welcome you in first, mate. How was, uh, how was your little succulent dinner tonight, mate? Uh, yeah, yeah, good, mate. Um, uh, just a little trip down to the RSL tonight, which was lovely. Um, <laughs> Romantic. Payday was yesterday, so we can go slut? out, yeah. Uh, no. So I'm starting to get in the habit of not taking my wallet anywhere. And, um, of course, you need your car to get out of the ATM or at least a Westpac uh, to get cardless withdrawal. But uh, probably saved me. So I was... Uh, you wait till Pikey's have could... like, pay pass or something. Oh, man. <laughs> That's dangerous. <laughs> um, me. Speaking of pubs, Koei, you're at one right now? You better believe it. I mean, when aren't... I'm really at a pub, I guess. That's After work. probably a bit of question. True. Oh, um, just hydrating. Just hydrating, boys. Good week, boys. Obviously, you know, you've seen me twice, or we've probably seen me once, actually. I popped into the office for the first time in a couple of months. Good to um, good to see that I don't have a desk anymore. Yeah, mate, I had to kick you off my one when I got there this morning. <laughs> but, um, no, it's uh, good to see you. I think you and me growing the hair out a bit long. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's very long. money on haircuts. Um Kelly was doing it for a while, and then he shed his skin. But um, yeah, you, you can grow your again. you can grow your facial hair very quick, Kelly. Well, it's already kind of coming back, and I'm just like, do I just shave it now? Or it's I'm in two minds really. When um when we think of um when we think of some fighting as well, just before we were, Tim Zoo had a fight last night against that Jap bloke. So to be honest, I don't know much about him, Kelly. You might, but Tommy, did you watch it, or either of you watch it? Um, I was meant to go, uh, but I didn't in the end. I just got stuck for work, but managed to get home and see see it. Um, I thought he was so tough, the Japanese bloke. Um, Jim, Head Jim of said he heard him squealing in yeah. the ring. He um, he was smashing him, and um, but Jim just didn't didn't get carried away. Just kept kept doing his thing. Didn't try to knock him out because he knew he probably he wouldn't go down. He was a bit like Homer against Dreader yeah, Tatum so and funny. the Simpsons, just copping so many punches but he just he uh it was tough and his face afterwards it looked like he copped a pound in some of those body shots were just making me squeal as well i'm pretty sure the bookies would have made an absolute stack every bookie had their promos i know tab had a decent price for tim to win in the first five rounds and the fact he went the distance pretty solid um other other sort of news we'll talk some racing news jamie carr obviously she put out a little statement she said um, you know, as you're probably aware, Supreme Court determined my appeal. I'm obviously very happy with the outcome. It's time to move forward and blah, blah, blah. She's coming back. She won't talk anymore. But um, what do you reckon? Stoked to see her back at the races? Yeah. Um, yeah, the decision's been made. So, um, yeah, we'll see her back. I, I don't know what the what the go was with it all. I think the other guys have started appeal theirs as well. But um, she saved the time and I reckon she'll come back just as strong. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Look, who knows? She seems, it feels like she's been out for ages, to be honest. She did miss, obviously, spring. But um, So even um, – I was asking you boys today, when was the last time Bossy wrote a winner? Mate, he's been in a pretty dry spell. He hasn't wrote a winner, Glenn Boss, oh, since August 7. I think – what horse did you look it up, Coey? It was like a bit of a nothing. It was It was in the midway, and I can't even remember the name of the horse because it was in the midway. Yeah. Um, it was, it was one of Gwenda Markle's horses, and yeah, he only had the one winner in the meeting. And if I mean, I'm not going to search through every meeting, no. but if that's to be true, I mean, that's a long time between drinks, especially for someone like Bossy. <laughs> Bloody huge. Um, 
did you what's the story so Adabe is not coming to Australia either yeah that's correct man um hot, spewing about that so can't go for the three-peat in the QE uh it's a bit of a shame but I mean from all accounts um Haggis usually will be wrapping up the tail end of their summer carnival well probably about a month ago now and this is about the time that they think about traveling a horse anywhere else in the world and obviously it's not tip top so they just put the pen through and just went not coming over it's got a hock infection which doesn't sound very serious but it obviously needs to be tip top to be coming or traveling full stop so they've just went nah not coming this year uh it's a shame that we can't, you know, go for the three, the 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 hat trick of wins, in the one of the biggest races in Australia. But oh, I mean, it's for the longevity of things. So obviously, it wants to probably contest a a bigger summer in the UK come next year and yeah. this and the other. So all for it. I mean, it's it's doesn't really have much more to prove in that essence. So. Nah, I think yeah, we're, I mean it's a shame. I think we're just lucky that we're lucky to have seen it the last two, but yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully it gets better. Tommy, you uh, did you hear Moody carry on about um, WA Peter Moody? Mate, there was a few stories. Uh, we heard Steve O'Keefe uh, for the Sydney Sixers say as well that he'd rather just have the buy than trying to go over there quarantine for two weeks, come back and and whatever. He doesn't like Perth. He'd rather stay home. Moody didn't miss. Uh, Mark McGowan either, just smashing him as well. Like, I think a few few horses wanted to go over, over there for the three group ones and, and won't be able to do it. And they might even move this last Ashes test as well to Tassie mm. if um, they can't figure out the quarantine. Because I even heard that what they want to do in the cricket, they're like, um, if, if they do play over there, they've still got to quarantine for like uh, half the time. If the ball goes in the crowd, they need a new ball and it needs to be sanitized. Oh, it's a shit fight, isn't it? All this shit, with, especially with a cricket ball, would be so fucked. So, mm. um, I don't know. Perth Perth is still trying to become its own country or whatever over there. But we've got some group ones and, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see on Saturday. It's Wouldn't you be pissed, boys? Wouldn't you be pissed, boys, though? Like, I, I, I totally understand where Moody's coming from in, to a certain degree. I mean... He he loves to limelight himself a little bit by you know getting himself in headlines, but like he's accepted and put his nomination fees to uh, Group One in the West, and WA's just pretty much gone. Nah, stuff you. Like I mean, you can't even transfer your horses. Yeah, so. they ca- they don't give a fuck, do they? You no, know, like I, I I totally understand what he's coming from because I mean nominations start from you know months ago. The preparation itself starts months ago, and all this turmoil comes into play and this politics just ruins or overshadows the sport. And you just go, don't you want the best in the West? Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah, well, Moody's got plenty, so that's not a problem. But you're right, it's on the principle, like some of these owners are paying money to nominate and all that. You think they should be able to organise something to get a refund. But you're right, Kelly, you want the best. These are the group ones for a reason. You want the best against the best. But... Um, Perth run by their own rules at the moment. Those two guys that uh, went to the grand final over there going to prisons like showed that they're <laughs> crazy, pretty eh? serious about their fucking shit over there. Um, what did you make of Lost and Running on the weekend? I think it was pretty impressive. I think a lot of people said it was a pretty good bet despite the draw, but bloody impressive with Huey. Huey obviously stuck with the last couple of rides, and mate, you were you yeah. were you were at the races, Tommy. Yeah, there was just there were a lot of confidence. Um, John O'Shea confident all week. A few people said um, it was a good chance. The only the only other really big go was for the um, international. And I, I think top rank didn't. Um, it was a bit of an unknown. Didn't wasn't disappoint it? either. I think it ran a massive race, and it, it is a general uh, mile horse as well. So you think um, when it comes back in um, autumn, it'll. It'll definitely run pretty well and be amongst our good horses. So uh, you got to give credit to Lost and Running. He was the he was the best horse. And even John O'Shea said like maybe he just had a few extra runs because he just let him get too big this time in the paddock and needed a couple of warm up runs. And um, yeah, he's sort of maybe peaking a week after the Everest instead of like when he was trying to get him going for the Everest and still running fourth there. Um, the fourth was a massive run. Coat. It's huge, and look at the form from the Everest. I know we're about to talk as well about 
um, it being the highest rating race. Like it's rated higher than the Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate, Melbourne Cup, and there were some serious races this mm. year. And look at all the form. Nature Strip destroyed a weak field. Um, the classic legend forms held up as well. Like all same, seemingly everything out of the Everest has just come out and gone really well. I mean, Wild Ruler went to it after winning a Group One and was still lengths off him. Yeah, it's true. true. What'd you make of it, Coy? Anything else? Anything to add? I think it was just a, a decent masterclass of training. I think it was very Chris Waller esque of. O'Shea just going, you know what, like, I mean, the season just keeps going nowadays, so why not stick him into a $1 million feature, which is which was the Hunter last weekend. And I know it, does, I, I know it drew 17 and it was the absolute car park, but at the end of the day, it was just the, the proven form going into that race, and you, you can't overshadow it. Like, it's gone strength to strength, and, you know, Everest into a classic, into a Hunter, I mean, that's probably going to be a natural progression coming over, over the next coming years. Like it's, you've, you've literally got a $15 million race into a $2 million race into a $1 million race. So where, where does it stop? Like, I mean, it's unbelievable. It's it's great height. Yeah. Never ending coin, eh? Crowd got, crowd got it around it as well. I mean, um, that was, there was some massive scenes up there for only 4,000 people. They made themselves pretty well known on it. It was a shit day. It was so windy and just like, miserable but the crowd were out there they were having a great time i saw one guy take his shirt off and try to fight six security guys at once as he's getting dragged out just uh love lovely newcastle sites and um the crowd around dylan gibbons local boy yeah, winning his first uh stakes race up there um just uh he was so happy he was so happy to win and um chris lee's after giving him a hug i, I managed to speak to chris on the friday and it was just he just has massive wraps on this kid. He just lives and breathes racing. And he said he's still only young and he probably hold him back another six months before he can come to town. But having two Metro meetings and already winning a group race and you're still six months off going to town is pretty, is pretty special. And I, I reckon we might be seeing a lot of him in the years to come. Yeah, it was a good win, especially a festival dancer. Um, obviously no good in the Beaufort. Uh, your horse, Torrens. Tommy, you've stuck with, obviously... Fucking went around at five somehow, but Jenny Duggan does it again on fucking Torrens. Yeah, I'll kick it myself. I didn't take the 15s all in. I spoke to Coey last week and I was going to take it. And I thought, oh, we thought we were going to get a wet track all week. And it just dried out and set up leaderish uh, for Torrens just with that wind. It just, no, no one could catch it. Um, and it's just running so well. I just had to keep following that train. So, yeah, um, yeah I could have had a bit more on, but. I was still so happy, and Jenny Jenny was um, loving it. Her two kids were there to see her win, and yeah. she's absolutely loving this horse for Laurie Parker at the moment, so it was great sights. Yeah, you can't take her off that horse. She is absolutely flying. Um, obviously, yeah, million-dollar race there. There's a million-dollar race this weekend at Kembla called The Tab Gong. Um, Tommy will be there. I'm 50-50. I'm hoping I won't, but maybe I'll make the two-hour drive to Wollongong. Um, Good Uber, mate. <laughs> True. Um, you could afford it. Uh, yeah, I can at the moment for until it runs out. Um, let's have a look at Kembla. Um, race one's obviously got a couple of horses we've already talked about before. Suppression is going around. Suppression won, I think, um, last week, two weeks ago. Run the first, I think, too. Um, Jay Mackenwaller, what a surprise. Shibley is going around, which is absolutely cost me a fortune beating Jazzland last start. That hurt. Solar Apex is there at 8.50. Five Kingdom is a horse that... Um, Paul Joyce talked me into backing last start and I got a good price and it lost to that hunt horse at like hundreds or something, I think, or whatever it was. Um, that's 21 bucks into 850, no deductions. So that's been backed. Um, tampering obviously won last week. Lady loves the gamble. They're all there as well. But Tommy, this is, um, this is rather open, I think. Yeah, pretty open, mate. Uh, a couple of things I'll quickly say. Tampering was so good. A few, I think all three of us may be have tipped it last week, but, um, it, it did really well. You're right, Five Kingdom coming out of that country race, ran really solid. It was on Lady Love to Gamble last start, and it, it, it proved pretty well. Suppression strung a couple together. Shipley done pretty well, and I'm a big fan of Solar Apex, who um, has sort of gone off the boil the last couple of runs. I'm going to go with Tampering. I think from that wide gate, we'll come across and hopefully get the lead pretty easily. Lady Love to Gamble might be up there, but I think Tampering might get it. 
pretty easily, trained at the track and might just be able to run a bit of a race. I'm, I'm definitely with tampering backing up. It's backed up really well. Kerry Parker said on form line tonight, it's, he was going to go for a spell, but he's pulled up so good. So have a crack at a race like this. The other, the one that worries me massively is suppression. Again, we've talked about it like um, last prep. It was running in Group One company, and it's it's come back a couple of seconds, couple of wins. McDonald Waller, you're taking that tax a bit, but yeah, I still think three forty is not a bad price for it. So they're the two. I wouldn't shock me if Shibley or Five Kingdom or even Lady Loves to Gamble. I think he put out a stat today. Zach saying Bjorn absolutely flying at Kembler as well and look out for him to win a couple of races yeah so Bjorn's actually got the best stats at Kembler for the last 12 months which is pretty good when you're ahead of you know the other stables like Snowden's and Waller and Waterhouse Bot and stuff so he's flying um Coey are you with tampering um I genuinely do think that tampering will cross from the wide out and it'll probably control the speed I looking at the map it just appears that be the case Saying that, uh, three horses that I've kind of earmarked. Tampering's form's obvious, but uh, Shibley steps out to 2,000 after winning over 1,800. So it's probably got a chance. Tommy Berry sticks, but gets a two and a half kilo penalty. A little bit of a query there. Suppression, I was on it last start. J-Mac jumps on. Um, steps down in distance, which is a little bit weird. Um, but at the same time, I think it is more suited for the 2,000 metres. And the the little bit of the query is because tampering crosses and then there's a whole heap of just mid midfield kind of runners. So I'm not sure where it sits in the, the race, but I have no doubt that J-Max steering is a real big positive yeah. in this. So it'll probably be kind of uh, two back, one out, that kind of scenario. That's kind of what I'm picturing. And then just a little roughy that I want to spec would be the guru. The guru. <laughs> yeah. Hand, handles 2,000 metres, Yeah, local, local enough. Uh, Brock Ryan sticks and claims to rock bottom weight and has run at Kembla. And I think that's a big tick as well, running at Kembla. A lot of horses just wig out a little bit when they go to Kembla. I have no idea why, but they do. And just that the, the fact that it's run there is a big positive. But saying that, suppression a win, <laughs> probably the guru for it a little bit of an each way. I like it. Um, all right, suppression, guru, tampering. Got to respect the money for Five Kingdom too. Twenty-one into eight fifty. Um, race number two, the highway. So Sizzling Cat is our fave at four twenty on a little bit of a drift. Kermatten is there for Keith Dryden. Shelby sixty-six is going around again. J Mac rides for Danny Williams. Uh, so say you at sevens. A little bit of money, money for point counterpoint. Um, Jenny Duggan's on there claiming two. I know that Joycey likes um, Lord DeCenimo. So it's a little bit of a drift, but he said he likes the price. He thinks it's overs. And good money for Lucky Banner, uh, that Rod Northern runner with uh, Robbie Dolan. Tommy, you know highways are good fun? Yeah, always pretty good fun, mate. I'm sort of tossing up between a couple here. Season Cat, I do like. Twyla Schiller, I think, going to have a massive day which we'll get to a bit later. Kermatton, uh, Collard aboard. Keith Dryden's always got to be counted for. The two I like, though, I think if it, if there's a lot of rain, I think Shelby 66 is the, is the bet. If, we, if we're on a, Jaren, a big, heavy track, uh, and especially how choppy Kembler can get, are we gonna, I think we're getting a lot of rain on the day. So if it's come early and we're on a bit of a slot by then, I think I want to be with Shelby 66. But if we're sort of still in the soft range, I think a horse like So Say You with Brock Ryan claiming the two. Um, I do like Terry, both of Terry's horses, Lord DeSanimo and So Say You. I just think it's had a couple of runs at Kembler. And as Coey said earlier, like it's definitely a track you need a couple of runs on. The game's a bit of a worry, but I think Brock Ryan knows the track pretty well. He can go pretty well. And um, he's placed twice here in highways, I think, So Say You. So... Um, it's it's one for me as well. Between Shelby 66 and So Say You, depending on how the track goes. Coey, I reckon you've got a piece of So Say You. Uh, I've got a piece of uh, Terry Robinson. Um, so Say You, drawn the car park, but comes off a good win in the same like same company. So you can't disregard, and you know, just the fact of Terry Robinson, local enough, uh, he just knows how to place his horse in highway. So can't disagree with that. Sizzling Cat comes off uh, the same highway as So Say You, drawn better and might be more prominent in the speed. Um, 
that's only a little bit of a guess. Speed map's a little bit all over the shop for this one, being a highway, over the mile anyway. Lord DeSanimo, drawn one, Tommy Berry sticks and steps back to 1,600. I think that's more of a suitable distance for it. Tommy rides, Terry's trainer, locally trained. I, I think that's tick, tick, tick. And just a little one to spec would be Mr. Aloysius, but, I mean, that's only due to the speed map. I think it clearly leads with TC booked. That's just how I see it. The mile suits and could sit and sprint, so he could probably genuinely control the speed and then just shoot for home. Saying that, uh, Sizzling Cat, as Tommy mentioned, with the claim, three kilo claim in this is huge. And I'll have it to win, but Lord DeSanimo each way. Go with Joycey. Um, all right, race number three is a fantastic benchmark, 78 over 1,000. Um, Dragonstone, Tyler Schiller, Tommy was just talking about him, claiming three for Newnham. It's already been back 390 into 280. Satin Ribbons is there for the Snowdens at 370. Remlaps Gem. Um, one of the guys actually uh, has written to us about Remlaps Gem. I think he's in ownership. Uh, Scotty Singleton, Miss J Fox at 13s. Proud Mia, not faint-hearted. They're all there at... Pretty big odds, but this Dragonstone for Newnham's um, been backed pretty hard. Tommy, it's come off a little pretty decent trial, I think. Yeah, I've got to talk about the top three. Um, I, I think it's... Uh, I'm probably going to make a case of Proud Mayor, but no jockey is a bit of a concern, so I don't think it's going to run there. So top three in the market are where I'm looking. Dragonstone trialed enormously. Way to money. I think Tyler Schiller on as well for Newnham. It's going to be... It's going to be really hard to beat it and Remlap's Gem coming back in grade. And I thought Remlap's Gem was really good. So I'm, I'm really tossing up. I'm probably going to go Remlap's uh, just at the bit more value on Dragonstone. But it's if it if they keep backing it, uh, there must be something with this Dragonstone. Because, yeah, as I said, trialed so well. Sutton Remittance has been great last two starts, though. So it's definitely a horse on the rise. Tommy Berry um, on as well. Really, really wary of, but I'm gonna out of the three. I don't think there's much, too much between them. I'll go Ramlap's Gem for Scotty Singleton and uh, Billy Cray Cyrus. Uh, I think okay, you go, Coey. You go first. <laughs> um, to start off with, it, over this thousand meters, speed's drawn right across this, the track, as you probably imagine. And Ramlap's Gem only knows one way; it will hold the fence and lead, probably. Uh, Seven Ribbons, Slightly Race, Philly for the Snowdens, Tommy Berry Sticks, and Will Cross probably from Barrier 5. And I'm guessing it'll just be, you know, neck and neck with Remlaps. Uh, I guess Dragonstone's the real interesting runner, so to speak. It's a smart type. Newnham's got it. It's raced against some really, really handy types over its two-year-old career. So, you know, you're... War Eternals, uh, Sky Command, Baby Wongs, this and the other. So the trial's really nice. Tyler Schiller claims rock bottom weights. The only other runner that runner to note, if any, uh, Tudor Music ran wide against Saturn Ribbons over the. So I think it's over the price. But saying that Dragonstone lightweight and it'll probably be a back market. It'll probably settle towards the back end. But with all that early toe, I think it'll have the last say and swoop on them. So, yeah, Dragonstone to win. I think I'm with Dragonstone. You don't think Proud Me is going to go around, Tom? I'm just worried about no jockey. That's probably the only thing. But um, I'm a big fan. And Nick Olive uh, had three at uh, the Dog on the Tucker Box Day at the Snake Gully Club. So he's training pretty well at the moment. Um, wherever he does go, I'd be wary. Okay, all right, that is, um, what did you say for, oh, Billy Ray Cyrus, what's his, his name, Billy Ray? Yeah, they call him Billy Cray Cyrus. Billy Cray Cyrus, is he the Old Town Road guy? Didn't he do, do that song? Old yeah, Miley's, Miley's dad. Yeah, Billy Ray. Um, all right, race number four, we move on to, and we got Ramstein, uh, good band, let me try and get a bit of music for that going. Uh, Ramstein, 550, 420. J-Mac riding for Gerald Ryan and Sterling. Black Duke, uh, being backed as well into five. El Buena, $6. Rangers, we've got Classy Rebel. And, fuck, this Adelaide's light's been bashed for Carrie Bortelli. 23 into 10. Um, checking deductions. Yep, there's a 25 cent deduction to mind. Um, who are you with, Tom? 
Mate, I don't mind. Uh, Darlan, uh, trainer at Dubbo Way, has got this classy rebel coming to town. Tyler Schiller again, claiming the three. Uh, you're going through, there's there's a couple of good horses here. I don't mind Rangers. Uh, a better gate would have been a bit better. Um, Ramstein, Black Duke. I thought Black Duke was pretty pretty good first um, first up winning. If you can continue that for me, it might be hard, but maybe just a little specking on Rangers, uh, $7 as well, if Barry can get him in a good spot first up. Um, maybe he might need to run, but uh, I'm still just a bit concerned on what track we're going to get with a few of these runners. So, um, just putting some oh, Ramstein on. Moment. <laughs> do you, want to, you, can, you can do it over Ramstein, Coey? Oh, I'm sure I can, uh, but... Uh, we can do it over whatever. Uh, in terms of speed, boys, uh, I genuinely think that uh, speed battle between four, Classy Rebel, Canasta, Ramstein, and uh, Akeed probably lead. Black Duke is probably where I'm heading at. I think that just the fact that it's drawn really low, uh, I'm hoping that it just sticks on, jumps clean, and holds leaders back and just swoops on them kind of through. It'll have to get a little bit lucky, I'm guessing, but if they can find a way out of the uh, the initial leaders, I just imagine Robbie Dolan will win. But saying that, Ramstein, obviously J-Max booked, uh, comes out of the same race as Black Duke, so that's in- interesting. Uh, Nick Tock will probably get stuck in the speed battle, so that just makes it a little bit tricky, but it comes out of a decent, decent uh, benchmark 78 as well. But, yeah, I'm all over Black Duke on this one. That's a little bit. I'll have to have a little bit on Rangers too, I think. Um, Tommy and the Snowdens. We go to race number five. And uh, look, Selborose, I've heard a lot of people making their best, but I think there's a couple of odds here. So Selborose, obviously, J-Mac, Walla, favourites, 420 into 390. Incredulous Dream, which Tommy Berry is riding for Kieran Ma, is 10 into 7. We got Sleek, Nikki's Fling. Um, I heard a bit of a uh, bit of chat about Enlighten Me. I don't know a lot about it, but it's been backed. That's Brad Gray had a little bit of a push for it today when I spoke to him. He said it's already 34 into 19. I assume the prick got 34s. Um, Tommy, do you know much about any of these? Anything, any reason Enlighten Me or Brad would be liking that? It's coming off a, I guess, an ordinary trial and not much going on. So, don't know. Good first up form too. Um, Jay and... Gerald and Sterling have a, have a good uh, rep together as well. So this horse does go well fresh and goes well soft. So, um, yeah, maybe that might be the key. Uh, I think Selborose has been really good this prep. I think um, it all but won against Cat, like a really tough Catalan last start. Uh, 60 kilos is a little bit of a worry, but I, I think um, I think if it puts in the same performance, I think it just about wins this race. Um, there's a lot of questions on um, a few of the other runners as well. Um, Kieran Ma bringing this one up with Barry aboard. Uh, SellQ, Karen McAvoy. Um, it didn't disappoint too much first up, and I think it'll be close. Uh, Tinker McPhee scratch from last week, and just an, a lot of it's other been horses. Back, that first too. Up That's yeah, nice seventeens into nine. Yeah, I think I'm just going to go with a fitter horse sack. Um, it, it it was a really tough performance. I got to go. I got to stick with the favourite here. Kelly, okay, you going with the favourite? Everyone else seems to be silver rolls. Um, the the draw really makes it tricky for me. I think the speed dictates that O plays Diana, uh, Queen Bellissimo, and Selby Rose will probably fight it out. Selby Rose probably from the wide draw probably has to push on and use a little bit of extra speed. And that worries me a little bit. Um, I, I'd imagine it'll be outside leader. If not, it'll work overtime and find the lead. Uh, something that I want to be on, if the track is dry anyway, if the track is dry, I want to be on Exotic Ruby. Jenny Duggan with the two kilo claim coming out of Barrier 4. If the surface stays dry, I um, mean, has extra, like, really good form over it. It's never won on, or it's never run on Kembla, but I mean, I'm willing to gamble that just for the good draw. Jenny Duggan with a claim, so the lighter horse. Bjorn's got a good uh, track record at Kembla. Of course, uh, that adds to it. So I, I'm happy to just stick with a little bit of price. I think 
this this race is really wide open. I think just the fact that Tick McPhee comes out of a Group One back in New Zealand, Queen Bellissimo last start was in, you know nothing special. In line me actually, uh, the Key Factors boys actually tipped it as well. Did they? Yeah. Um, uh, but I just want to stick with what I know and Exotic Ruby, although it hasn't won in a long, long time. Uh, it, I think you can find a decent price for it over the twelve hundred. All right, we head to race number six. This is the midway. Uh, easy camp, easy going around at five fifty. Trevest, um, six bucks. Divine Breath, Brock Ryan claiming two for Teresa at six fifty. You've got the Crimson Idol, Jenny Duggan claiming two for Engelbrecht. That's on the drift, though. Um, Barry Breeze on the drift. Trust the processes there. Bluff and Bluster. Looking for anything that's been backed. Not overly. Maybe a little bit of money for Kobe Star, which is the other one that Brad has backed um, at 41s, and it's now 26. So wish he'd send it to me before he bets. Um, Tyler Schiller. Tommy, you said he's been going to have a pretty good day. He's claiming three aboard the favourite. Yeah, yeah. I think that claim... Helps Easy Camp Easy out a fair bit. Uh, I think he's going to run run a big race. Uh, I love Barry on for Hickman. They've got a great relationship. That's uh, another horse going to run well. Robert and Luke Price with Kobe Star, obviously a horse on the track um, trained. Was very disappointing, but I'm with that form. I'm going to go Divine Breath, though. Um, terrible, terrible draw for it, but I just think there's a bit of class this horse. It, it can make up a bit of ground and it might force it to um, maybe find a bit a uh, bit of a spot back and really get wound up. I think there's a bit of speed in this race, hopefully. Uh, Kelly can probably touch on the speed a bit more, but um, I guess Easy Campese and Nicky Shea and a couple of the um, couple of those other savvy legend go forward as well. I just think its run was massive. It was it was huge in the um, in the four pillars. And I think that form we've seen with tampering and a couple other horses come out, run really good races. So divine. And I, it, it was one of the runs of the race for sure. So I'm going to stay with divine breath and Teresa on this track. I, I think Kelly's already tipped one of hers. I, I like another one of hers later that I've harped on about before, but I think she, she could be in for a big day too. And Brock climbing too, as well helps. Um, Kelly Crimson Idol might take it up as well. I think. Well, that's what I'm kind of thinking, but this speed map's really all over the shop. Um, no real definitive leader in my eyes. Uh, it could be draw dependent. Uh, a couple of the wider routes, I think, might try and attempt to cross, but with no confidence at all. So literally, this is really wide open when it comes out of um, when the red light goes off and the barriers break open. So. Saying that, easy camp, easy uh, attempts to cross from where he is. Three kilo claim, like Tommy mentioned, Tyler Schiller. He's probably going to have a, quite a fat day, actually. 1,400 metres is preferred is preferred distance, so that suits. A um, couple to note, I guess, is Bluff and Bluster. Uh, that Golden Cup form, I think it's not bad with the Arkados and your Almahahas and whatnot. And Bluff and Bluster just got shadowed out. Um, lost by pretty much a nose, half a head, whatever it worked out to be. Um, Crimson Idol is a really interesting one. Another Jenny Duggan one, two kilo claim. So it's going to be carrying 53 and a half. And it's drawn really well and it's rock hard fit because it's been running for a while. So saying all that, I'm just... It's a real tricky race, but I'm going to say easy camp, easy to win, but Crimson Idol for a little bit of an each way. All right. I'm going to have to have a little bit on Kobe Star just in case. Um, first leg of the quarter is the Warra. Uh, great name. Obviously, Illawarra. Uh, $300,000 race over 1,000 metres. Malkovich has obviously been smashed. Jay Mack and Bjorn. Uh, barrier 1, 280, already 190. 11-11 is there. Tyler Schiller claiming three for Hickman. It's 90 to 7.50. Might even be a good chat place. I, I think I would rather take the place. 11-11. I love 11-11. Uh, don't know about that. Asaurian, 12 bucks. We're going out to double figures. Space Boy, Kathy O'Hara aboard. We go out to bigger odds and the rest. But, Tommy, are you all over Malkovich? Do you like a bit of 11-11? Well, I've been a fan of Malkovich in the past and um, slowly down this prep a bit. Um, it's such a hard speed map. Um it's going to be really interesting. If we get a couple of early leaders get up, uh, they could just go gun ho here. I mean, you've got Space Boy knows one way, Marway, 
Kai Lee, Malkovich. Um, even behind them, Lashes normally is a bit more forward. Our Bellagio's taking it up before. 11-11's never too far off. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see see what happens in this race because they've got a thousand metre race and it's there's um, there's a lot of speed here. I think something like Mossman Gorge could run a bit of a race uh, if it gets the right spot, but in, he might be left flat with all this speed here. Uh, one I think is right up to it coming um, out of group grade and running really well last start is Isaurian. I think if he can get a spot with all this speed uh, coming and be close to the mark, I, I think it's right in this. 11-11 worries me too, but um, I'm going with Huey on Isaurian. I just... I've just been burned by Malkovich uh, too many times, and I think I, I know from Barry One it's going to get it quite easy from there. Um, but there's just so many different things to play out, and I th- I really like Asorian. All right, I think Malkovich was pretty good in Melbourne coming off the Group Two and the listed. Obviously, came second in both. But Coey, are you with the fave? Can you see it losing? I'm with the mindset of eleven eleven, like you, Tanis. A dollar ninety. Is unders for to take two Malkovich yeah. two eighty. Yeah, I, I think that, wish I'd got a bit of that. I mean, two eighty. I would have happily taken, but a dollar ninety now. Looking at it, you just go, well, I can't. I have to assume that it drifts, but who the hell knows? Uh, speed across, right across the track. Like this is a thousand meters. It's open handicap. They will fly. Um, I'll make a case for eleven eleven. A thousand meter specialist loves the track. Three for three. Uh, Tyler claims three kilos, so it'll be back to a 56 and has listed in group form and drawn five. So th- that's what I got to look at it. And it's, you know, it's not a dollar 90. So that's, that's a big tick. Malkovich, I can understand why the, you know, the favoritism's in place. It's drawn one, likely to hold the fence. J-Mac booked. Second up forms, three starts, two wins, one second. Like it's strong. Uh, an interesting runner, I guess, is Kyle Lease. Um, with Rem- Remlap's gem nommed for an earlier race, which I think it's going to take, but I'm actually not overly confident. Um, yeah, it's not in this race. It's already it, been scratched. Oh, sorry, it is scratched. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, so it's gone. Uh, if that's the case, uh, Kyle Lease will probably set lead outside leader, it being a leader as well. So it might get an easier run and... The fact that, you know, they're going to send it from Queensland makes me question, oh, you know, like it could be low-flying, came off a nice win last start, this and the other. But overall, $1.90 for Malkovich's unders. I would just want to be on eleven eleven for, the like, the price, the value, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Sweet. All right, uh, the tab gong. Not a bad race. Counter rupee. Um, look, it's favourite. It's drifted. I think it gets in a lot of trouble from where it starts, but who knows what will happen. Um, Brock Ryan, Luke Price, Robert and Luke Price, 290 are out to 360. A tissue is the one that's been backed. So, obviously, Karen McAvoy and Wallard open 12s. It's already 650, and I know it's on top for quite a few people that I've spoken to. I am Superman, uh, Tommy Berry and Snowdens. It's not going to want it wet, so... Um, I know they are expecting a little bit of rain, so we'll see what happens there. I heard there was a little chat about it getting scratched if, it, if there's rain, but who knows. Arameo um, ran really well. It's on a little bit of a drift. J-Max aboard for Waller. Rich Hips is there. Nudge. Creaderis. I hope maybe be flying late, but no jockey yet, so not sure there. Um, Quackerjack, Soldier of Love, Exaboom. There's some pretty good horses there. Even Archidemus is there. Obviously, it's not going as good as last year, and it won, uh, won the race last year somehow, but... Um, Tommy, I don't think I can uh, take counter rupee. What are you with? Mate, I don't think uh, Academus was fine last year. I sort of think this was a bit of a um, bit of surprise when it won last year at forties as well. So um, if you like, if you like a bit of track um, track knowledge, it was trained at the track for many years, and you like it, I wouldn't be talking you out of it. But there's a couple I like a bit more closer. I think if um, I think you might be right with I Am Superman, and if there is a lot of rain scheduled for the day, then I think it will get scratched. And I think with Cryodiris, they might actually wait and see if there are scratchings or emergency jockeys come off. And you could see Barry Ryder Cryodiris, which would interest me a lot. Uh, I don't, I don't think Counter Rupee's out of it, but you are gambling a lot at three hundred and sixty. It's a wide gate. Um, 
it's it's got a lot of work to do. Prentice aboard in a big race. Uh, but I think this has sort of been the target for a while. Um, may, well, maybe not the target, but it's only its fourth run where a thing like a tissue's come across and has done so much. Uh, this prep, I think this is a bit of an afterthought. And um, I'd, I'd much rather be on counter rupee than a tissue at the moment. In saying that, there's there's a lot behind it. I think Arameo's been, been running really well in some group enlisted company and it's ninth. Um, is a lot better than it looks uh, in a really stacked race last uh, last start. So, in saying all that, I'm probably with Arameo at eight dollars. McDonald Waller combination we love, um, and it's just it's it's come second to Zaki. It's been a couple of lengths off Zaki last start, running running seconds and thirds in Group One. So I think he could run. A massive race. I think I like Rich Hips. I would like it more if this was fourteen hundred though. Nudge uh, could bring them all late. Um, I could talk about a few more, but I think I'm with Arameo. Coey, are you with the favourite? I am with the tissue. Oh, you with the second favourite? All right, good. Um, I'm saying that yeah, it's, it's actually really what it's it's wide open like. Genuinely, you look at the speed map, you've got Quaker Jack, Blue Soldier. They're probably your two leaders. Um, that's how it probably will pan out. It's just how genuinely slow or up up speed they were going to be from the start. Uh, I am Superman. You guys are probably bang on. If there is that late storm that hits Kembla, and it, if it is definitive that it's going to hit, they probably will scratch it because... It just doesn't go yeah. anywhere in the in in the wet. So, but saying that, if it is dry, I mean, it's got every every right to be in that race, drawn low, and could be positive from the gate. And well, you you love your lead. you love your speed maps, Co. So this is something I think. If I am Superman, if it's if it runs or whatever, it gets the absolute peach spot because you've got you probably think Arcademus will fly up, Quackerjack will be up there, um, Blue Soldier, or whatever. But then I think. I am Superman might just tuck in, right, and just be in a prime spot. Ideally, it's not I, I, fucking pissing down and not running. But I, I picture it being leaders back. Yeah, like, that's, what that's I mean. just yeah. how I see. It. Yeah, so it'll probably get the gun gun ride and the the best position to be in this mile. But if it's scratched, that opens it up big time, I could guess. And you know, you look at something like Tommy Spot on Arameo, like Epsom form, like it's mm. Group One form over the mile with J Mac on board, like. It's got a little bit of a sticky draw, but at the same time, you've got J-Mac and the confidence of Chris Waller to follow you through. Like, even if you back it at the eight bucks right now and a couple of the others come out because of the rain, which I don't think they will, but the deductions won't be huge. It won't be big enough to be substantial. So I'm guessing that if you were to be a fan of Aramea right now, back it right now, because I'd imagine it will come in on race day. It'll probably come closer to favoritism, you know, like it'll probably start at six bucks. Um, but saying that, one that I kind of, I don't want to lay, but I I just want to lay because counter rupees under the odds. I think 350, it's so hard to take and stepping up an extra 100 metres. I mean, I know Golden Eagle forms strong, like it's really, really strong. That's a real class act kind of race, and it's been the up fact for a bit. that it's yeah, it's it's been up, and it's it's a really, really fit for uh, really fit horse. But I have real question marks over the sixteen hundred meters, especially the way it ran last start. It had the peach of a ride. Probably should have won. Got a stitch. Luckily, it didn't, and it would have been a fairy tale for connections. And who knows? It might have been the grand final if it won because. You know, seven hundred, seven and a half million dollar race. Of course, you've got to probably. It's pull only up had stumps. three runs. It's prep guy. Yeah, it's had three. Mate, it hasn't been up that long. It's only had three runs. But you know, like I don't know if you'd back it up into a a gong if it won, Tommy. Is kind of what I'm saying. Um, you'd probably preserve it for longevity into next season if it won seven and a half, like a por- a good, a bigger portion of the seven and a half million, should I say? No, I, I don't. I don't agree with that. I think. Um, it's a natural progression for a horse like this as well. They've been really careful with their runs and they would have circled the gong, like especially home track as well. I, I do get what you're saying, the step up to 1600 and the gate, they're, they're big concerns, but uh, I don't I don't think that's um, 
I don't think that's the thing at all. I, I'm much more worried about a tissue who's had those, who's coming on for coming over from New Zealand, his first prep, had all these runs and has run in an eagle. And then this is an afterthought. I think this is much more of an afterthought for a tissue than count to rupee. Because you look at something like Jamea, they only had like three or four runs to Robert and Luke Price, and they're really targeted with their horses. They only they only lightly race them in their preps. And I think four runs is just that sweet spot. You're not overworking it. You're spreading out. You're doing all your work. And I think uh, I'm not concerned about the um, – I think the horse will be fit for sure, whether it can run 16. And it'll be it'll be rock hard day, fit. That's the it'll big be, question, Mark. It'll, it'll be a rock hard fit horse. There's no denying that. But saying that is just like, do you really like if it won seven and a half million or you know like the first prize of it, which is you know three and a half million or whatever it is? I don't think they'd be running in the gong after drawing seventeen. I just don't, I genuinely mate, don't. I, mate, it'd, I think, be, it'd be like it'd be like saying like um, to Chris Lee's or something. He's got a horse that's won a massive race and his hometown races in two weeks. I, I still th- I still think he does because it's a massive show off to the track and to his his friends and family and it, it might have even have a better chance at home. The thing is, it's not his hometown track though. That's the problem, isn't it? Like it's he's based more further south, isn't he? I think I want to say Nara, but I'm not 100 percent sure now. But at the same at the same time, like Jamea is a different horse as well, Tommy. It's a three year old trained Kembla Grange. Train Campbell going so so there's confirmation, but I I still genuinely think if this you is, but this horse has only had fourteen starts for a four year old, like it's still lightly raced. I look, we could we I could did, argue till the cows come home. I, no, but uh, but we're, Tommy, we're stop, 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 stop. Regardless, I'm just saying that I just don't think that the barrier suits in the sixteen hundred is not applicable. I just think that it's too far for it. I think that it might once it's had the 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 break that it's well deserved that that's when it might step up into a mile or even further. I just don't think that this preparation suits it for it. And the 350, are you going to take the 350? Clearly you stated Aramayo, so I guess that's not the case. And I think a lot of people would agree that 350s is unders, and that's kind of more or less where I'm heading at. And Quackerjack, for example, is a, it's probably more a genuine miler. So it's... And it's drawn well enough. I think the dry surface it needs could it win. I mean, I'm not actually sure. It could potentially show up on the day, but it, we haven't seen the best of Quaker Jack in a long time. So what right. it comes down to is uh, I think a tissue wins because of the strong form lines. I think it is an afterthought slightly because it wanted to win the Golden Eagle and the Epsom and the everything else. But this is – it's a rock hard kind of fit horse and – I think it will just uh, – Arameo and a tissue probably for mine. All right. We got there. Um, be good to see. Um, race nine is over the mile. Benchmark 88. Lakeen's been backed. It's already into a 420 favourite for J-Mac and Cummings. King's there um, coming out of the barrier four. Jay Collett. Eight dollars into six. We got Wheelhouse going around at six fifty. Old mate Steely didn't get a run in the Gong, so it's going around in this race. Uh, so this is a benchmark eighty-eight. Kerwin's Lane is going around as well. Zushak and our mate Suave, and there's been a few bets for Brutality as well. That's eighteens. Um, Tom, thoughts? Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Brutality, and I think it could um, it can maybe do something. Uh, whether it's today off the backup, like I, I think you'll run a race, and I can see why there's been, been a bit of money for it. I don't mind a horse like Zushak, um, Tyler Schiller winning his first one in town um, last start on him, and Joe Pride's kept him on when um, when he could have probably gone a, a few others, and claiming that three as well is going to help. I think it, it gets us off late, and if we again we talk about a leader's bias, if there if there is one, I don't think it's going to have too much. Um, too much pressure on him from the front, but um, I think he can run a bit of a race. Wheelhouse, uh, I really want to back Wheelhouse, and if he won last start, I, I'd probably, I probably would have said that it was it was a tough win, but he he just finds a way to get beaten. And Steely is the opposite. Steely is one that finds the line. He's starting he's starting to find the line. Um, starting to get to the winning post within the top couple every start. So I think he's a good honest horse, and he's one to be worried, but. I really like Zushak with the claiming, and as we said, Shiller could be in for a big day. Coe, are you giving any love to Steely? 
a little bit of love. I mean, it comes back to Goulburn Cup form. And he was so close to winning that. He was unbelievably close. Um, Al Mahaha, a more experienced horse, found the line that slightly little bit better and went back to back. So I do have a little bit of love for Steely, saying that wheelhouse, unlucky. I mean, I don't know what to do with that horse. So I just put a pen straight through him. Uh, Lakeen is the favourite, is he? I actually don't know. Favourite. Um, good win on Cup Day, and if it all comes down to what the track does this late into the kind of the day, and if the rain hits and this and the other, but good win on Cup Day. It's drawn the car park, but J Mac booked is positive. Suave the stable mate made an excellent ground against Zushak the other day, so. Drawn well, looks to figure. Um, King's there. Once again, now that it's there's a scratching in the race, so it gets actually in. Way down in the weights and could get a really cushy run from a, a low enough draw. So I'm kind of leaning that way with the weights, with little to no confidence. But King's there to win. King's Air. All right, we go to the last. Um, benchmark 78, we got Blesk on top. Tommy Berry, 480, already into 350. We got Dynamic Impact, which has been backed as well, into 370. Oxford Tycoon, above and beyonds there. Monigal, I know Tommy's been on that in the past. That's Brock Ryan claiming two, being backed as well, 21 into 13. Tom, there's been a fair bit of, um, fair few horses here that's been backed, eh? Yeah, I think with King's Air deciding to go to the other race, might have a little bit of decision, but at, at the same time, there's just a couple of ones. Really hard to figure out. Who knows what above and beyond we're going to get. Oxford Tycoon, very rocks or diamonds as well. Um, if we see the best of it, it'll be hard to beat. Bless, a um, couple, of, couple of top runs, last couple of start, dynamic impact winning first up. I've got, got to stick with Monaco. I think uh, back to 1400 is, is key. Won a race. One, I think it was this very race last year, the last on the card at Kembla. Um, the wet track doesn't bother it at all. So if we're on a big choppy track all day, um, I I don't think it minds. It can win on good, it can win on soft. And I think Brock on as well on this track, It's um, I, I think it's going to be around the money as well. So definitely an each-way bet on Monegal is the bet for me in this race. But uh, best Oxford Tycoon turns up, I think he can win this race. Right, I'm, I think I'm in Dynamic Impacts camp. Who are you with, Coey? I'm in that camp as well, uh, Tunners, but I've written in big block letters, Monogal for the numbers for the quaddy. So, yeah, I definitely agree with Tommy there. Just stick it in your numbers. You just don't know what Monogal shows up, but if it shows up, definitely put them in your numbers for the uh, the multiples, and it'll burst your quaddy big time, I reckon. Uh, saying that, yeah, Oxford Tycoon, three kilo claim and advantage. Zagalo, Bowman booked, any condition suits. So, you know, decent. First up records are also good as well. Dynamic impact is where I want to be at. Comes out of the uh, same grade and a decent rise in weight. But J-Mac booked, which is big tick. Steps out in distance, which helps. Blesk, interesting runner. Comes out of the Zushak form as last race. Like the previous race, um, wasn't really unlucky. It was just, I don't know, too, when, whether you want to argue it was too far back, I don't think that was the case. That's just how it runs. So just couldn't catch Zushak in the soft lead. So I just want to be on dynamic impact, to be honest. With Yeah, it, it's an interesting uh, last race of the uh, the card and That's right. the quality. All right, that is Kembla. We go to two of the races from the sunny coast. So they've got some pretty good races. Obviously, their, their carnival starting. There's a bit of Perth action happening as well. But let's look at race seven. This is the Swiss ace plate, and we see Zoo Style going around. Another golden runner for uh, Ryan Maloney aboard. So on a stack of races, um, I think it's something like seven or eight from 11. Um, 350 already into 290, but Garibaldi for Tony Gollan as well has been $11 into 440 with no deductions. That's been smashed. Shooting for gold is one of my faves. Boris Thornton's aboard for Steve O'Day. That's seven into fives. You've got the move as well for Gollan. What a surprise. He's got three of the top four. And then you go out to some bigger odds. Kai uh, Lease, don't know what's going on there. Boomtown, Lass on the drift, totally charmed. Needorp, they're all there. Um, Tommy, how much have you seen of this? This is um, pretty interesting, this... You know, he's got two at the top, Tony Gollan, and one's just been absolutely smashed. 
Yeah, we've definitely been waiting to see Zoo style. Um, I'm probably going to wait and see how he comes back. But uh, even one like Nidok for Golan, like with the four runners there, he could easily run top three. Um, I might even just spec one of his, the move. I love Steph Thornton. She won a last start, uh, last prep. Um, and you're getting 550 for a horse that's strung a few wins together. But you could see Garibaldi um, running massively, shooting for gold, Colise. There's there's a lot here. I, I'll, I'm just going to go with the move at the better price because I want to see a couple of other ones uh, return. But it's it's a really nice race. Kelly, I know you like your Queensland form. Who are you with? I am with Zustyle just for the fact that the trainer's so confident about it. Um, I know he's got four nommed in the race and everything else. He reckons Gary Baldy's really, really performing well um, and expects it to go well. But he said in the wait for age kind of set waste environment, he just expects Zustal is just so well placed and he doesn't see really two ways about it. He just reckons that, you know, that it's had such a long stint off. And I think we all remember when it was down in Sydney last start when it was leading by, fuck, 15, maybe, coming into the last 200 metres. And then it, it ended up, you know, getting injured and I think it bled as well, to be absolutely honest. And everyone's hearts were shattered. Uh, yeah. Because I think it was in the quaddy. But regardless of that, um, it's returned really tip-top and the training camp couldn't be happier. Uh, that Otherwise, they wouldn't have nommed it or accepted. So I'm with the favourite. Uh, but yeah, it's starting to heat up, and this is just the start of it. Like, uh, O'Day and Hoisted have three runners, and Golan has four. They cover majority of the field, and shooting for gold. I mean, for namesake, we're we'll be having a couple of slaps at it. I yeah. reckon. Yeah, I think it's got a pretty good chance shooting for gold. Um, that's five bucks. But yeah, the, I these these I like these Queensland carnivals. I like some of these horses coming back. And Golan honestly just takes a piss with how many he's got. But we go Malulabar Cup. I grabbed a couple of tips off some people today, and literally everyone had Ligulate on top. So it's three bucks. It's Cody Morgan, Andrew Mallion. Um, look, it's a good horse. So had a, had a win at Eagle Farm last start. We got Wapiti, uh, Wapiti, uh, Taylor Marshall's on on board. Six fifty. We got Tokariki Lad. That goes all right too. Steph Thornton's on there for Golan. We got Prometheus. We got So You Win, Humboldt Current, Matawi, Faistos. You know these are all the horses we remember when we're not in Spring Carnival, I guess. But either of you not with Ligulate, Tommy? Who are you with? Sure, Mate, I'm a big fan of Kent. <laughs> well, a bit, I'll, I'll start by saying I'm a big fan of Cody Morgan, and I'd love to see this horse do pretty well. Uh, I'm not going to share it Humboldt. I'd love to see it go well, but it's probably going to need a couple of runs to be really there. And if it's a bit raining, it doesn't suit it anyway. Uh, I like Wapiti. I think it's a, it's a winner at the track, and it's placed here before as well. And you're getting a better price, and I don't think he was too, too far. Uh, well, he definitely doesn't. Didn't disappoint uh, last start and, and winning at Toowoomba before as well. Um, I'd love to see Jack Duncan winning this race as well. He col- he collapsed with a heart attack um, a couple of months ago uh, now at Doomburn. And to win to win a race like this, I think it, it'd be massive. Um, and I think he's got a good horse here that can do it. Regulate, uh, it, it's, it's strung a really couple of good races together as well, but a big weight worries me, um, and not winning on this Sunshine Coast uh, track as well. It should be fairly even, and it should run pretty well, but I'm just going to take a gamble on Wapiti, I think. Okay, Ligulate? Yeah, I'm on the Ligulate camp, to be absolutely honest. But Wapiti's a great bet, because that Toowoomba Cup win it had was... It was good. It was really, really good. Um, I think Ligulate just needs a really rangy big track to just wind up in, and if you watch the last last win it had most recently, um, it was just absolutely coasting. This this horse is rock hard fit. Um, Andrew Mallion stays on, and he literally was just coasting on it up until the two hundred meter mark, and then he let go, and then won by a, just standing up on it by one and a half lengths or give or take. And yeah, I just think that it's the fittest horse. It's travelling really well, and I think they're finally found out that this is more of a mile kind of horse 
Uh, we've seen it run over its kind of course of its life that, you know, 1,200 to the 1,400 and it's been a bit of a hit and miss, but that mile is where it's really found its kind of really, really strong form. And the last start win was just what it needed. And I think it's got all the confidence. The camp's confidence is high. It will be travelling up there and I would think that it will win. All right, like the confidence. All right, that's the two from Sunny Coast, and we have a Group 1 from Perth. So we head over to the west. Uh, I believe it's race eight. Yep, it is. And the favourite, um, it's pretty short. we got $1.70 for Western Empire. Uh, obviously, Grant Allen Williams, William Pike is aboard. Um, it's drawn barrier three. It did open two bucks. It's already into $1.70. One, it's last start, that Group 3, a um, couple weeks back in August. Oh, sorry, in October. That's a dollar seventy. I guess you got a little bit of um, okay, I don't know what other else we got. What do we got? Kiss on all four cheeks. I guess that's at yeah under ten bucks. But that's the only one that's not there. You got notorious one at fourteens. We got um, Massimo. With people have probably know that one pretty well. Massimo Valor Roads on the drift. Dance music's there. It's all about Western Empire. Um, Coe, I know you love your WA form. You take this one first. Put it this way. Um... I can understand the favoritism. It won the the Derby over there quite comfortably. It won the Asian Bow really comfortably. Um, the form leading up to this railway is really really strong, and the fact that it's Grun and Alana Williams taking it up again with Willie Pike on board, Bob Peters in the ownership. Every they're going for a four peat right now. Sorry, five peat. Five feet, four feet. They're going four in a row and then it'll be the fourth in six years. So they know the race really well. Um, It's hard to overlook, but the price is just like, oh, $1.70, like you said. Like, how do we look anywhere else? I mean, kiss on all four cheeks, good horse. I genuinely think it's got a chance. I just, uh, it's so hard to steer away from a $1.70 pop and it's just, Oh, I don't know what what to really say. Like, I mean, you look at the other horses and they're all kind of coming out of the same form lines. But, yeah, it's – the favourite probably wins, but if I were to steer you into a bet, it's probably going to be that Quinella of Western Empire into Kiss on All Four Cheeks. That's, that's literally the bet type for me. So <laughs> I well, can't really talk you out of the favourite. Tom, can you do anything outside the favourite? I can't. No, I don't think so, mate. Um, I've – Think maybe looking at Kelly's approach, maybe something like Captain Chaos, Lucy Warwick, um, or even a horse like Too Close to the Sun. Its second up form is really good. It's uh, one four times second up and uh, place another time. I, I I think it's a horse that can be around the money. It's um, with these big group ones as well. It always shows up. Smoking Joe has a party on as well. I'd be playing maybe too close to the sun each way, but uh, looking at the card, Pike's Pike's riding the favourite in the quaddy. So um, I think it was this day a couple of years ago where he did ride the quaddy. I think I had a hundred bucks on each of his runners and a hundred bucks on a systems multi of all his rides in the quaddy and absolutely had a fat day after doing my bum earlier. Did you get the quaddy a hundred times? Yeah, yeah, I got everything, and it, it paid pretty well. So I, I'd say maybe play a couple of things with Pike and maybe put It's a Ray Day in the guineas as well. But I, I think he could have a big day um, big day over there. They wait they wait to these group um, these group one days to unleash the stars, and I think they've got a big star in Western Empire uh, to showcase to Australia on Saturday. All right, well, that is WA. So we've done all Kembla, a couple at Queensland, one at Dingo. We're going to uh, do a multi. All right, uh, multi. I've gone two in, three wins. No, two wins, two plays. 11-11 um, is going to place uh, in race number seven, I reckon. And I think a tissue will place in the gong. They're 230 and 240. We're going to go dynamic impact to win the last at Kembla, $3.70. And I am chucking in Pike Western Empire in their feature in Perth. I know it's $1.70, but gives a little bit of extra juice. So place, place, win, win. Gets you 35 of the best. Uh, Coey, yours. I'm very similar to you, Tunners. Uh, I've got 11-11 at Tissue to place. Mm-hmm. And then 
opposed to going to Western Empire for the uh, the win, the W. I've you gone for their run. No, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going for the same run of uh, their runner in the Guineas, which is Treasured Star at two seventy. So that'll give us that's good thirteen bucks. Fourteen ninety will give us. Okay, Treasured Star, which is in the race B four, which is race number seven. All right, uh, Thomas. Right, let's start in Kebla. Divine Breath, I think 240 runner place is a great price. Uh, going to Ballarat, we've got a couple of things. Oh, I'm right. going to have only words $2.60 in the cup to place. $2.60 for only words in the Ballarat cup to place. And the race before it, I reckon um, we had a big win on Al Cajon. Al, is it Al Cajon? Al Cajon, I think. I think. Alcyon. Um, three bucks to win. I think that's a good bet. And then let's go Pikey in the last. Uh, he is on God Has Chosen in the very last race in Perth. I think a dollar sixty for it to place is massive. Three twenty to win. Uh, let's just go the place of the multi because that gets about thirty bucks. But if you those three still <laughs> Thrill seekers change it to a win, you get sixties. <laughs> in the same race, there is also for Grant and Alana Williams. There's Billy Ray Thomas at thirteens. If you want to have that, Billy Ray. Mate, Cyrus. I'm on Billy Cray. Sorry, mate. I'm sorry. over. I'm on Billy Cray instead. You've had enough of Billy. Uh, and just for those, <laughs> those, oh, those actually, that are playing, I was no, no, just no, going to. I was just going to say that for those playing at home, I mean, obviously the railways this week, but in. Uh, a fortnight from Saturday, the Kingston Town will also be on, and Western Empire four bucks, Treasured Star five bucks, uh, Kiss on All Four Cheeks nine, Regal Power the rest. So, you know, plan ahead. As soon as the race finishes, jump on as quick as you can. Yeah, correct. Beat the bookies. Beat the traders. Um. Oh, yeah, I love some futures. They call me. Um. Yeah, they call out to me all the time. Um, I will say as well, Gosford uh, race four, um, one of uh, the farm's horses having its first run. Rita May, two good trials. Uh, Collett said, good horse, bit green. First day out, could run a bit of a race, so maybe have a bet each way. Market to come out tomorrow. But yeah, Rita May, Reese Jones on. Beautiful. All right, well, fingers crossed. There's plenty happening. Obviously, obviously, yeah, Randwick, Remington, all that is off, but there's still some good races going on and a couple of more carnivals to start. Um, all the best, boys. Fingers crossed for the weekend. Yeah, fingers crossed. A couple en- of winners, hopefully. Enjoy Wollongong, Thomas. I hopefully don't see you there. <laughs> You'd fit in. <laughs> I am Wollongong with your long hair at the moment. That's, so a, I yeah, that's pretty long. All right. Thank you. You look, you look, you look like a warrior. <laughs> Fucking hell. All right. Thanks, boys. Best of luck. Hey, right. Bye. See you, boys.